It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous. Happy Tuesday. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Thank you for joining us in the Oulala Studios. <laughs> the true. Rendezvous where we talk about love and romance and dating. We take your calls if you need advice. Uh, we also do it online as well at therendezvousshow.com. So listen, also online yes. at therendezvousshow.com, you can watch In Bed with Simon, which played earlier tonight. If you missed it, you can see those episodes. Yes, all the episodes on therendezvousshow.com. And FYI, about FYI, is that uh, I am uh, in New York. Yes. Exceptionally this week. And uh, we are filming in the morning before we do the show at night. Uh-huh. And so uh, if you want to come say hi... If you want to be part of that In Bed With Simon experience, you go to the Broadway Mall in Long Island and come say hi. That's so cool. So just anybody can come in and, and Anybody jump. can come in. I mean, there's people. You have to sign a few things, of course, before you jump on the right. bed with me. But you get to be on TV talking about your intimate love life. You know it. <laughs> Questions to come. So that's how real it is. I love it. And you're so All good week. at giving the advice on the FYI show. You're also amazing giving your advice here. Well, thank you, Angie. You know, yes. It's, it's teamwork. You, you bring Bring the best out of me. Well, people love you because you are the French romantic expert. And so coming up, we're going to do Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes. We're going to do an email. And you, Simon Marcel, are going to answer that on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. We are in the Oulala studio mm-hmm. taking your emails right now at therendezvousshow.com. We get so many emails wanting your advice, thank Simon. You. And, and I thank you for that because, you know, I, it, this is something I take great pride in. Yes, and you're so great at it. So it's the Bonjour, Simon Marcel mm-hmm. segment of the show. This email is... <laughs> is uh, Kathy. She's writing from Bryan, Texas. She says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kathy. I went out with a guy last night, and when the bill came, he said he would only pay if I agreed to go out with him again. He says he goes on a lot of dates, and he doesn't think it's fair that he always pays. I told him that I would pay for myself because it was awkward, and up until that point, I actually liked him, but now I don't know if I should go out with him again. What do you think, Simon? Ah, oh, Kathy. I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm sorry you had to go through this because listen, you're not, if I may say, you know, a stripper where <laughs> you know he pays to make sure it's something you're gonna dance. Right. So I think it's insulting. I think disrespectful. It's the contrary of being romantic. It's 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 contrary of being spontaneous. It is not a deal. Romance is not a barter. Romance is not. Uh, negotiation. Yeah. I pay for dinner, you come back to the next date, and the third we're going to make love together because I pay for all the dates. That's jerk. That's a transaction. Or you can go to a bordello and then you'll find that. <laughs> no, no. Go to the bordello. Then, there you go. But really, Kathy, I'm so glad you emailed me. And remember, romance is being spontaneous and caring. Yeah. And that's not a gentleman. That's a jerk. So he's out. And you should never speak to him or ever go on a date with him ever again. I agree with you, Simon. You know, where and, are we now? Yeah, ex- exactly. You're right. It is not romantic. It's also just bad manners. I think in any situation uh, to to ask somebody that question, imagine if you're, I don't know, at a, a lunch for a job interview and the guy that's interviewing says, you know, I will only pay for this 
lunch if you agree to come work for me. It's like, well, I didn't know this was some sort of arrangement. I thought this was, you know, just lunch. And you asked me to dinner. We're here on a date. Um, it shouldn't be. You don't hold it over my head. Absolutely. It's it's the country of romance and kindness. It's not a deal. Kathy is not for sale. Basically, she has the right to say yes or no later for the second date. He's right. trying to buy out Kathy. Well, either that, like, yeah. And romance is not for sale. It is not. Okay? And and she should go out with him if she actually likes him and not because he bought her dinner. Um, so I think that that's just ridiculous. It's I, a sign of insecurity from him, you know? Yes. Like, he's holding it over her head. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, good advice. And so. Agree. No mas. No mas, Kathy. Uh, if you're a guy, let's talk about this, though, about paying for dates, because mm-hmm. it seems like he is either cheap or I don't know what he's trying to do. But if you're a guy, uh, you know, you go on a lot of dates. Call in now. Tell us how you feel about paying for dates. Do you feel like you should pay for them all? Do you feel like you should only pay for the first one? How do you feel about going Dutch? 855-905-8255. We'll take your calls next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about paying on dates, how men feel about paying on dates. We're taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon, we have a call right now. Let's go to Buffalo, New York. Say hello to Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey. Hey. So what do you think about, um, you know, paying on dates? I know for guys it can be a little confusing. Women sometimes are you know, insisting on paying these days and let's go Dutch or whatever. What do you think about paying on dates, Nick? Well, you know, I I like to pay on dates, but that's because I've got a good job and I I make good money and and I'm happy to do that. But I also feel like it's fine if she wants to chip in. I'm not offended by that. Um, Do you feel like when you go on a first date with a woman that you should pay and if she offers that you should insist on paying? No, no, not at all. I mean... Uh, the last first day that I went on, she asked me out. So, I mean, I that would have been rude if she'd been like, hey, you want to take me to dinner? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, 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 Nick, deep down, do you really like to pay or do you prefer that she would pay? I, it, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, I like to pay because I can, but if she wants to pay or chip in and go Dutch or whatever, that right. doesn't, I'm never offended by that. Wh- which one do you prefer? doesn't matter, honestly. I don't think I prefer one way. I just mm-hmm. I know I have money, so I'm happy to spend it. I feel like if I asked a, a man out on a date mm-hmm. that I would expect that I was going to pay, I would be really happy, though, if I'm being honest, if a guy was like, I cannot let you do that. I'm going to pay for it. And I think that would be cool. That's my school. I don't think I'm old school, Nick, but yeah, I think that still to this day, there's no reason except maybe in college between the college boys and girls. But otherwise, once we're out of college, um, I think the man should continue the tradition of paying. And it's a thing to do. It's I, I would never, ever, and I have never let a woman pay for me. See, I love oh. that. Including ro- my mother. Yeah, well, that's good. I love the romantic in you, Simon. Oh, should, you, should women still expect that the date will be paid for by the man? Or is that too old school? We're going to talk more about that, Simon. Yes, we are. Next on The Rendezvous.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about dating, paying for dates, and the pressure maybe that men feel to pay on dates. We talked to uh, Nick. We just took a call about whether or not women should expect that the date will be paid for Mm -hmm. by the man, or is that old school? Should women expect that? Lots of guys think they shouldn't have to until they're in a committed relationship. Simon, what do you think? I know know you. You are romantic, and Mm -hmm. you are old school, and you always pay. Do you think you should always pay? Always. Um, I've learned it from my father, Robert, who uh, is old school, of course, and mm-hmm. who's been with my mom for more than 50 years. And he said to me, he said, when a man pays, he's showing the woman his whiz that is reliable. Mm-hmm. And that maybe further on the line or further down the road, when there is a family, when the, he's reliable, also to make sure there is safety, financial safety in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's a sign of respect. It's a sign of also caring. And it's, I think, still a romantic move. I think it's very romantic. I feel like women today, because, you know, of the way people date online and everything is very quick, that sometimes women might feel pressure in the back of their mind that if I allow him to pay, what do I have to do at the end of this date? Do I owe him something? Is he going to expect something because he paid? I would say it's a great question. Every man expect that it's going to go well and you're going to like him and he's going to smooch, right? right? He's going to try to French kiss you. Mm-hmm. But that's not unrealistic. That's not unromantic. Mm-hmm. It's his hope. That's what's that's his I, hope. Of course, when I go on a date, what do I hope for? Right. At the end of the date, you like me, I like you, we're going to kiss and start from there. But it's not expected. But it's not required, I should say. It's not kiss for sale. No. You know, that's the big difference. That's a great point. No kiss for sale. No. So maybe it's a sign of commitment or not. How do you know if a guy is ready to commit or he's just stringing you along or what? We're going to tell you about that coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are talking romance and love and commitment and dating. Mm -hmm. And we're taking your calls and emails as well. Simon, we've been talking about uh, whether or not you know that people you're dating are ready to commit. Are they just all talk or do they actually want to walk that relationship, walk with you? That's a great question. Yeah, we found an article that talked about signs that a man is not ready to commit to you. Let's hear it. Um, He doesn't make you a priority. He likes to hang out with you and you have fun, but you're not exactly number one on his list. You find yourself put aside for other hangouts or occasions. You're the the option B. It's a great point. You become option B, right? Option B. You don't want to be option B. No, you don't want to be option B. Don't be B. Uh, Another (laughs) one is you have to ask for his attention. A guy who really wants to be in a relationship with you will let you know. He'll constantly want to be around you and give you all his attention. I agree with this, too. Like I always say it takes two seconds to send a text. You always have the phone in the hand. That, I agree, 120%. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot to let somebody know. Um, Here's another one. He takes forever to respond to your messages. Like what I just said, uh, a lot of people think it's all just part of the dating game. Like he'll take hours or maybe even days, which is nonsense. If he likes you, he'll respond. And and let's be clear. I found lately sometimes women play that exact game. I don't like the game. And so just answer the text. Right. It's, 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 It's not exciting, romantic, or intriguing to wait for an answer. It's okay to let somebody know that you like them. Yeah, or just answer the question. Answer, right, and it's rude, I think, otherwise. Agreed. Uh, another one is if he cancels plans last minute. 
If you find that you're constantly rescheduling or that he flakes out on your plans, then he's not into you like you thought he was. I mean, obviously things happen. There's going to be a time here and there. But I always think if somebody cancels on you that they should say, hey, listen, I can't go out tonight. You know, whatever came up. But how about Friday night instead? At least they're showing that they're interested in going out with you again. Absolutely. If somebody doesn't make plans, it happened to me. We remember, Angie? Was yes. That first date and that woman you know, didn't want to. But she left it open she... and up in the air. There were no hard plans. And... No, no, and soon, and it became never. So be honest, it's, it, and believe in karma. If you do good, you're gonna receive good. Yes, you know, really. Yeah, I agree be with honest. that too. If you do good, you're gonna receive good. I believe that a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? He has a crappy personal track record. A good indicator that a guy is not ready for a relationship is that he can't come uh, complete other personal goals that he's made for himself. Like. Yeah, he says he's going to leave his job, or he's going to go back to school, or he's going to find another job, but he never does it. Oh, yes. Somebody that's that always yes. saying, 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 and never doing. Yes, absolutely. That's that's a red flag. Yeah, there's uh, always some excuse there. Um, also, he has a crappy relationship track record. Is he the kind of guy that's been in relationships um, and just kind of goes from woman to woman. Don't get yourself in the business of trying to change someone or thinking you're going to be the one to put a halt to the player. Absolutely, Angie. Do you think once a player, always a player? No. No, I don't think so either. But, no, no, no. But if he's like, you know, if you feel like he's just jumping, and then he's probably still playing. It's, it's. I would say so much. It's not so much about his past. It's the way he is with you. Yeah. Right. Because Warren Beatty, the greatest actor, or Michael yes. Douglas, they all settle down. And in long, loving relationships. Yes. That's but a... before you, if you're that person, they were playing around like crazy. That's a great point. You can you can find somebody that changes their ways. Yes. Um, another one, he's focused only on himself. He should want to take care of you and put his time and energy into you just like you do for him. If it seems like the scales are tipped more in one way than the other like somebody's trying really hard and mm -hmm. the other person isn't if you're doing all the work and you know making all the plans and always making time for him but he's not doing the same yes not a good sign no absolutely you have to go with somebody who he says what he does and he does what he says. yes that's the bible exactly i i agree with that so much it's so frustrating when you're the one that's doing all the work, and you're like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? <laughs> I know, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so how do you know if a guy is ready to commit? We have an email from a listener who wants to know from you, Simon, okay. from us, if she is being led on. Is this guy ever going to commit? That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. Hey, Simon. Hey, bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with us tonight. Our phone lines are open at 855-905-8255. We take your email questions. Uh, maybe you have a question about your love life, uh, your relationship, um, your marriage, your sex life, whatever it might be. Hopefully we can help you. Sometimes people are a little nervous to be on the radio <laughs> with such personal questions. So we take emails at therendezvousshow.com. Yes, we do. We have one here, Simon. Okay. So let's read this. It's from Bethany. She's from Springfield, Massachusetts. Says, hey, Simon and Angie, I've been dating this guy for almost three months now. Mm -hmm. And last night I asked him if he considers me his girlfriend. And he just said, I really don't like labels. And then he changed the subject. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that even mean? Should I ask him again? I mean... You got your answer, right? I mean, I yeah. feel like read between the lines on that. Bethany, if you ask a guy you whiz, you know, um, if if you are his girlfriend and he says, I don't like label, 
It just means you're not his girlfriend. Right. That means I don't want to label in case I meet someone else. Or he's seeing other people. You know. Right. And, and the good thing about this is now you know. You can decide freely if you want to stay in that situation, which is non-exclusive, or if you prefer to not have your heart broken and just move on and stop right here, right now. Because he told you the truth. Yeah, and you have to believe him. Of course, because if I'm dating somebody... And I consider my girlfriend. I say, yes, of course. Of course you're my girlfriend. Of course. I don't want anyone else. Don't ever ask ever again. Yes. Or I'll be jealous. I feel like she's just a placeholder until he finds something else to do exactly. or someone else to do. No, <laughs> that or he's seeing multiple women. Right. And he's, he doesn't want to, that label on him or he's cheating then. Exactly. So that's an old trick that people use when they don't want to be I exclusive. I don't want labels because then I can be held accountable. Exactly, Angie. All right. Well, we found a list of things you need to ask if you feel like you're being led on like bethany our email here yes and we'll tell you what they are that's coming up on the rendezvous with simon and angie this is the rendezvous with simon and angie simon marcel giving the most amazing advice he has ever given in his entire (laughs) lifetime today i'm just your humble servant angie you are amazing i'm here to serve Oh, you're so sweet. Well, we've been talking about being led on, which is not a fun place to be if you're in a relationship. If you have no idea what's happening, what are you supposed to ask? So how do you ask the questions? How do you ask your guy if if he's leading you on? So here's some questions that they say. Yeah, go ahead. They say that you should probably ask, what do you want? What is more direct than that question? Um, what is your favorite thing about me? Is he constantly complimenting you? Um, but it's over complimenting, like all about appearance. That's all he's focused on. Mm-hmm. Nothing about your heart, your family, none of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you always call me just at night? Uh, he hardly ever calls, and if he does, it's always at night. It's That's co- not it, a coincidence. It, it's a booty call. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> uh, why don't you ever plan anything romantic? Well, he doesn't plan anything romantic because he doesn't plan anything at all. If you're the one always making suggestions. Then that means he's not that into you. Exactly. Does your family know about me? I mean, if a guy is serious about the relationship, he'll probably have told somebody in his family about you, right? Absolutely. Parents. Absolutely. Yeah, siblings. Um, can we hang out just the two of us? If you guys rarely go on one-on-one dates, if it's always like a group thing or a party, mm. Not that interested, right? I agree, Angie. Um, Why don't you post pictures of us together? That's a good one because it's not really official until it's social media official. (laughs) Because then you're very, you know, you're out there in the world and everybody knows. Though, Although on this one, you can be together for months at a time until both of you decide it's time uh, to do that. Uh, So about the social media, it's true. But it's not because he doesn't post about you and him at the beginning. Is not right. with you. If I'm posting all these pictures of us and you're not, though, that's an imbalance yes, and, and you, something and, is up. But that should be decided together, Angie. Though. I agree with that, too. The phone lines are open, so give us a call if you need some love advice. Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor here, 855-905-8255. We'll be back with more Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, Simon. Thank you for listening tonight. Mm-hmm. We have lots of calls to get to, 855-905-8255. Let's go to Gary, Indiana. This is Denise. Hello, Denise. Hey, guys. Bonjour, Denise. Hey, hey. Bonjour. What's going on? <laughs> um. Okay, so I need some advice on something. Okay. Um, so... Uh, I'm engaged, right? And my 
but my fiance and I are fighting like crazy about the budget of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and he just like he just doesn't understand how much weddings cost. I guess because he just wants to spend um, a total of five thousand dollars for everything. Wow, which is mm-hmm. I know, right? That's not even realistic. Even if we were just having it in our backyard, you know. But he's making it. He's making such a big deal about it, and. I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of want to make some of these like compromises, but I don't want to end up regretting like cutting costs, you know, and not getting kind of like the dream wedding, um, you know, and regretting it later. So I'm not really sure what I should do if I should like stand my ground. Denise, um, I was just thinking, listening to that, I'm not an expert in how much cost weddings. I mean, Angie, who is married, will tell us in a second. So <laughs> here's here's the thing. There is a, a beautiful word called compromise, right? Compromise <laughs> is a beautiful word. So I yeah. think there is maybe between 5 and 10, something like 7,500, uh, if that would be possible. I don't know his finances. And also, you know, I think that depending on the amount of money he can, or you guys can actually spend, we have to be reasonable. I'm more about the experience, not, not some guy talking, than the big crazy wedding mm-hmm. uh, and so the right compromise seems you would spend a little more and then in return you, you know he would have maybe you guys would have a smaller wedding not as small as he wants to but it would be decent and what matters is the experience is mm-hmm. when he says you know i do you do or i do too <laughs> Uh, because that's all it is about. It's this famous "I do," right, Angie? Right. Yes, and I, I think, I think a lot of times too, people get very wrapped up in the wedding instead of getting wrapped up in what the marriage is, and it's all about the wedding, the wedding, the wedding. And I, but I understand where you're coming from because I also wanted to have a nice big wedding, but that, that is something that we agreed on before we got married, though. So there wasn't mm-hmm. this argument. Do you are you guys in a financial situation where you're kind of strapped? Is that why he's nervous about it, or what is his? He just doesn't. No, he... he. We definitely have the money. We're we're both great savers, but I think this is the one thing that I really want to splurge on, and he is still kind of sticking to his, like, um, save every penny, you know, okay. kind of attitude. Okay. Has he been part of the planning process at all? Like, are you taking him to appointments or you know to the caterer so he can try the food, like things like that? Has he been a part of it? Um, that hasn't really, the, like, we're kind of in the initial stages to, to plan it. Um, okay. I would so suggest, I, I would suggest making him more a part of that process mm-hmm. because like that. along right. the way, he'll start to get a little bit more excited, um, when it's things like, you know, guys are really into the food part of it and the booze part right. of it That's and, and the tuxedo part of it. And maybe he's really into music, picking the band or the DJ. So I think as right. much as you can bring him into the planning process, he'll also get right. more of an idea for how much things cost. He might ha- exactly. not have a clue. You know, if you're throwing right. a backyard party with some hot dogs in your friend's garage band it doesn't cost a lot but when you're throwing a wedding there are so many things that you don't even think about that are a part of it that maybe Absolutely. he's not even considering i agree with angie i mean it's it's the most important day of your life as an adult woman mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the you know and then comes you know being a mom but first you know <laughs> so con- con- yeah of course but for, for now i would say congrats for first of all being engaged and mm-hmm. hopefully all goes well Angie gave you the, the right the right strategy, a little compromise, yeah. and then let's see what happens. Compromise is part of the equation for sure, but you know, involve yeah. him more. He'll feel more invested, and maybe will be a little bit more willing to open up the purse strings, if you will. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Sounds great. Thank you, guys. Okay, great. Well, it, that, Simon, that worked for me. I'm going to tell you about my yeah, whole... Yeah, because I was going to ask you something about your own yes, discussion when yes. you got married with Jason. My husband that. was very involved. Let's say Groomzilla, okay? Groomzilla, Jason? A little bit, a little Hard bit. to believe. And it was a lot like our caller, Denise, here. He was. It was all about the money at first, but he got really <laughs> into it. So we're going to talk more about the crazy costs of weddings. I'll tell you my story yes. coming up next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about, uh, we just had Denise who called and talked about how they're getting married, her and her boyfriend. She doesn't know what to do. He's having a fit over the cost of weddings. And surprisingly, the average cost of a wedding, I know you were shocked when you heard this, Simon, is $35,000. I just can't can't believe it. $35,000? I thought you could get married for... Ten to fifteen thousand, and have a nice little party. I mean, you can the- you can get married for forty dollars down at the Justice of the Peace if you want a big wedding. A lot of people want this big wedding because, and that's a problem because you should really be focusing on you the know, marriage and what's going to happen instead of the wedding. Yes. But uh, then again, a lot of people want to have this big day. But right before we went on break, you said that your husband Jason was really hands on. Very hands-on. And I, I want, you know, I want to go back to this because I know Jason, your husband. Yeah. Uh, I don't imagine him being hands-on about like that. Yeah. So what happened, Angie? Can you tell us that story? Of sure. Uh, so we, when we were agreeing to get married, he said to me, um, "I said I'm excited to plan," and he said, "I want you to have so much fun planning this wedding." He goes, "But, but promise me, if it ever gets to a point where it's not fun anymore." You let me know because I don't want you to be stressed. This is supposed to be fun. We're planning this big day. About a month in, I'm like, okay, I'm stressed. Because I didn't realize every little detail that goes into planning a big wedding. And it wasn't that huge. It was 150 people, which is, I think, average for a wedding. But every detail uh napkin rings what do you mean i have to think about uplighting and <laughs> and you know tablecloths like i you know all these they don't little, come as a package no, no i mean every little thing is so he stepped in to help and became sort of the money person with it because he handles a lot of the finances. Yeah. And that's when the Groomzilla came out because he was so... Groomzilla. Yes, because he was blown away about how much it cost. Like we were just saying, $35,000. And he's like, I don't need to pay to get this paper napkin monogrammed that somebody's going to wipe their face with. He's right, This is ridiculous. But I'm going to tell you like how it all went, what we did, yeah. and what we compromised I on. I want to hear that. And would I do it again? Yes, I yeah. want to know that too. That's the big question. We're going to talk more about weddings and costs on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can call us anytime at 855-905-8255. We're talking about weddings. Yes. And the average cost of weddings is $35,000. I could not believe it. 35 Gs. That's the average. And people go really, really big on weddings. When the Kardashians spent what? Two Um, two, two million? I mean, that's not even real life. But uh, a lot of people have regrets, surprisingly. Uh, They did a survey of 1,000 brides and found out that 82 percent of brides have regrets about their wedding day why i don't know uh, well i'll tell you why actually um they would change what they wore they didn't like their really? dress the biggest one was their dress they said that they would change oh. what they wore if they could they cringe when they look back at their wedding dress now but that's fashion and you know you look back at but, pictures of you from 10 years ago you're like i can't believe i wore that out in public I but mean, angie i styles mean styles change most wedding dresses are white 
but they're white. So but how, how how really bad can it be? Well, that you styles think- change. Believe me. Look back at some old wedding photos. You know, from back in the day, like the '80s. Oh my goodness, with everything puffed out, like Falcon Crest Dynasty, huge. What kind of dress you had on? I had on a really nice dress. I had a lot of boobs hanging out on my dress. So there, <laughs> some of the pictures are like what. Can, can we have a picture of, of yes. your dress and you know put what? it on our webpage? That's a great idea. I'm going to put a, a wedding picture up at uh, therendezvousshow.com. But I have no regrets, honestly, from my wedding day. I tell people all the time, we paid for everything cash so that when we were done with the wedding, we didn't owe a cent for our wedding. And that was a huge weight off our shoulders. I know a lot of people can't do that. However... I would do that night all over again. I think people stress out so much about the show that they're putting on that it becomes overwhelming. And like we always say, the wedding should be the starting gate, not... Not the the final destination. It's not. It's not the finish line. This is when your life together begins. If you need any advice on your wedding or if you want to talk about your wedding, you can give us a call. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about weddings and the cost of weddings. It's amazing that 82% of brides have regrets about their wedding day, namely their wedding gown. Which that surprised me so much, Angie. I think that's just a style thing, though, for most people because styles change so much. I don't have a lot of regrets about my wedding day. I loved it. My husband and I still to this day say it's the best party that we ever threw. So I would do it all over and again. By the way, I've heard common friends of mine um, uh, told us the same thing. But I have a, a few questions about the night itself. Who picked the music? We sort of did take well, we had a DJ. We're in radio, so you know. Right. So we had a DJ that we knew, we trusted, and told him kind of the genre of music that we wanted to mm-hmm. stay. We told him we absolutely didn't want like a chicken dance or any line dances or <laughs> shuffles or slides. So none of that. Um, but other than that, we trusted him with the music. The food. Uh, the food, well, we Steak, got- Steak, mar- fish, um, both? We had both. We had that and vegetarian. We got married in a hotel. We got married at the W Hotel in nice. Chicago. And so they Fancy. have a beautiful, yeah, it was a beautiful menu. So that was all already taken care of. The, and all of that was discussed just between Jason and the chef or the- No, the, or you, you go to a got- tasting. So they bring out like samples of everything. Wow. That's the best part of wedding planning. Just is- you and him? Just him and I is the food tasting. They bring you out all these samples and all these wine pairings. So you have amazing food and you get hammered and you're like, yay, I can't wait. Did you <laughs> did you ask Jason, and I tell you that for a reason because my mom has something special to my father to get married. Did you ask anything out of the ordinary as or like something else than the ring to get married? No, I no, not for instead of a ring, you mean? I, no, 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 no. Um, on top of the ring. Oh no! Oh, I didn't Something ask special. him. No, I bought him a watch as a wedding gift that he. Had yeah, been, I know this watch. <laughs> he'd been waiting on it for a long it's time. It's a beautiful one. Yes. Right. I told him once I got a ring that I would get him a watch, and then he got me a ring. He's like, "Okay, where's my watch?" I'm like, "Well, that's your wedding gift. It's a big gift. I'm not just like, give you a watch because it's Tuesday. Got to wait." <laughs> what? Well, let me ask you, yeah. Simon. What? What do you think? You know, we're we're gonna find you love. I feel it coming this year. I'm I know. Ca- I'm counting on you, Angie Taylor. It's gonna to, happen to, in 2017. I hope so. It's gonna. I'm willing it. I'm putting it in the universe. Okay. Yes. So, what would your wedding? What is your wedding when you think about it? What well, would it be like? So, since I, I do not like cities, I see a wedding uh, either in Santa Fe, New Mexico, in oh. the summer. You know, with all the stars in the sky, in the f- mountains, yeah, in the mountains, or in Jackson or Wyoming, or maybe in the Grand Canyon. 
Oh, wow. Uh, so, so you're a mountain man. Yes, I would like this, you know, and see the sky and all the stars. I thought they would wish us luck. Like an evening wedding? That yeah. would be so pretty yes. outside. Yes, unique in the desert. I know a place in Utah. Um, there too, there's a wonderful resort where it's very poetic and romantic. Mm-hmm. No bling, uh, no, you know, not too much of that uh, craziness. Uh, simplicity and modesty. How flexible would you be if the woman you're to marry, though, said, "I want a humongous wedding. I want 500 people. I want a ballroom. I want bling." Would you be flexible? Com- oh. <laughs> Compromise. Compromise. So I would say half of the people. For this, I choose the I, I I choose the setting. You choose the number of people. Okay. And in reason, and and I tell you why, because my parents got married uh, in 1966, mm-hmm. um, so a long time ago, and uh, my parents, uh, you know, wanted a small wedding, and my mom asked my father something special. She said, "I want a real elephant at the wedding, a real elephant, a real elephant, a baby elephant, oh. because she believes elephants are wisdom, and memories, luck. and good luck." Uh huh. And really, my father stepped it up, and even though he didn't take it seriously, my grandfather Marcel said, you know, she's not kidding. She will not marry you without the baby elephant. Wow. And he found a baby elephant. And in 1966, he came at the ceremony with the elephant. I love that. Now, that's for me romantic. That is so romantic. Right. So, you know, I think that there's stuff like that that makes it special. And and also, you know what, Angie? The day I would get married, I would want somebody who feels on the same page than me. I don't think I would marry somebody who is into the bling and 500 people. You're going to know. It's not my lifestyle. You know me. No, I'm... you'll have things in common. Yes. You'll have the same taste. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have a request for your wedding, though. What is it? I would like for you to wear the cowboy hat I've been seeing. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be in the mountains anyway. You, you know it. I, uh, you like that? It's, it's on our webpage. <laughs> I want you to wear it with a tuxedo. Cowboy hat. <laughs> Listen, you find me true love, I wear... With the tuxedo, my cowboy hat. It's a deal. It's a deal. Yes, please. The deal is done. We you sealed know. the deal here. Yes, and you can find and you can see the cowboy hats. By the way, we put it on the rendezvousshow.com. Go check it out. I had it this weekend. That's right. I if, went into the wilderness. You looked very mountain man sexy. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you, Angie. You're welcome. There's more of the rendezvous show coming up with Simon and Angie next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. What a show we have had. We've been talking about weddings, love, romance. Always weddings, love, romance, dating, sex. A little of ooh-la-la. A little of everything. And the Simonism of the day today. You have to remember that romance is not a barter, a deal, or a negotiation. Romance is being generous. There's nothing more important than generosity. If you cannot give, you cannot love someone. If you cannot give, you cannot love someone. It's I true, love Angie. that. It's true. Don't give because you want something back. Give because you love giving. These Simonisms of the day are, I mean, we need to make a calendar we- and put them <laughs> on there every day because, I mean, they're words to live by. Thank if, you, Angie. You are so welcome. If you want to go see Simon, he is on our website too, therendezvousshow.com, your FYI show. We can see all the past episodes. I- yes, in bed with Simon on FYI or on therendezvousshow.com. Don't miss them and, you know, uh, you'll get a chance to see me on a bed asking real questions to real couples. Yeah, in real time. It's pretty awesome. And it, I love that show. It's so great. You're so fun on there. And, and everybody you have in the bed with you is nice. It's a too. lot of fun. Great couples, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great questions. And also on our website, you can send us an email anytime if you need advice. If you have a question, hit us up. It's therendezvousshow.com. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.